Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, Bruce Arians addresses the media via a Zoom conference. But first, head coach Bruce Arians is being honored by the Women in Sports Foundation. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you will receive $10 off your next order. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is that head coach Bruce Arians is being honored by the Women in Sports Foundation as the 2020 Champion for Equality honoree. When he met with the media on Thursday, favorite guest of the show, Carmen Vitale, asked Bruce about that very award. Congrats on, uh, I wanted to say congrats on getting the 2020 champion for an equality award from the Women's Sports Foundation. And Billie Jean King is going to be presenting that to you. Just what does it mean to you uh, to get the award and, you know, to be recognized for all the work you've done in gender inclusivity? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge honor. Uh, Miss King was one of my idols growing up. She was one of the coolest people ever and one of the toughest competitors I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, to meet her in person uh, in Atlanta last year, and uh, she had a No Risk It, No Biscuit t-shirt on, and uh, it made my day. It made my year, uh, but uh, she's very special, and it's a great, great honor. Thank you. Tampa Bay Buccaneers co-owner Darcy Glazer Kasowitz said, quote, this is a well-deserved honor for Coach Arians. Gender equality is a fundamental part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organizational culture, and his consistent commitment to diversity makes our team stronger both on and off the field. Bruce's long history of hiring the most qualified coaches, regardless of race or gender, is a testament to his steadfast dedication to these principles of inclusion. We are honored to have Bruce leading our football team. The Women in Sports Foundation also said in their release that he will be honored on October 14th during the 2020 annual Salute to Women in Sports online broadcast airing on Yahoo Sports. Arians has assembled the most gender-diverse coaching staff in the NFL since taking over for the Buccaneers in January 2019. He's hired two female coaches as full-time assistants, a first in the NFL. And this offseason, the Bucs have added to their front office talent the addition of Jacqueline Davidson as the team's director of football research. Outside of the organization, Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers have also made sure to include the future of football with notable programs like the Junior Bucks Girls Flag Football League, the first citywide girls flag football league in Tampa, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Foundation Girls High School Flag Football Preseason Classic, the largest girls flag tournament in the country. This year, the team also launched the Buccaneers Girls in Football Scholarship. 
becoming the first NFL team to establish a nationwide academic scholarship program for female high school football players pursuing a career in sports. We'll hear what else Bruce Arians had to say about the Buccaneers coming up next. But first, we have to talk about our friends at Built Bar. That's right. The new and improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. That's right, deliciouser. They're so fantastic. They had to create a new word to describe them. Look, all your favorite flavors are back. David's got his banana bread. I got my peanut butter brownie. There's the coconut almond, the mint brownie, the double chocolate, but six new flavors. Are you ready for this? Caramel brownie, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and the highly anticipated, I can't wait to try this, David, cookies and cream. Look, Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. That cookies and cream bar that I just mentioned that I cannot wait to get my hands on, listen to this, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. Right now, with this relaunch of the new and improved Built Bar, you go to BuiltBar.com, you use promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get $10 off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And while supplies last, I mean, you got to get there quick, free cooler with purchase. Head to BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on. Finishing off the week here with the Locked On Bucks podcast. And before we move on to our next topic, James, first, I want to say a couple of things. One is I can't believe you actually said the word delicious, sir, but I am also looking forward to getting those new rebranded, recalculated Built Bars uh, to, to see if they justify the creation of an entirely new word because that's outrageous. Um, number two is, of course, also, you know, uh, we want to shout out to Bruce Arians. I mean, obviously a head coach who has helped revolutionize the game in a lot of ways. Uh, but, you know, his his work in, in equality and, and hiring people who just have talent. You know what I mean? It's not about necessarily hiring women specifically. It's about going out there and finding people, whether they're male, female, et cetera, who can do the jobs and do them well. And he's done a great job of that. The Buccaneers have done a great job uh, in tandem. So a huge shout out to him. Uh, I like to think that he listens to the show, but just in case he doesn't, if there's anybody out there who does listen to the show and happens to know BA, please extend our congratulations to him. Uh, but James, another part of that conversation that that he had with the media, that Coach Aries had with the media, he was asked about some of the younger guys who came into camp. Again, all this COVID restriction stuff that the Buccaneers have been dealing with, the entire NFL has been dealing with, no rookie mini camps, none of the OTAs. So for the rookies, and for the team, this is really the first time they're getting their hands on these guys since they went and drafted them. I mean, they didn't really get their hands on them then either. Uh, so this is really the first time that these players are getting NFL experience and these coaches are getting their hands on these young guys who are going to play big roles uh, in the 2020 season. So how they came into camp was extremely important. And here's what Bruce Arians had to say when asked about that by Greg Arman. Hey, Coach, I know you're just getting into kind of having full position level drills out there. But wanted to ask you of the young guys, of the guys that you didn't expect to be starters coming in, who's shown you something already, who's surprised you and impressed you? 
Well, I mean, Tristan is what he is. Uh, he's not really a surprise, nor is Antoine. I think they're both showing us exactly what we thought they were. You know, very smart players coming out of really good programs. Um, you know, some of the other kids, um, Chappelle Russell's showed up in great shape and ready to go. You know, Keyshawn was a little bit behind because of the COVID test. He's catching up fast. Uh, Ray, same way. You know, that room got kind of wiped out and missed a couple weeks. Uh, Tyler's been hurt the whole time. So, um, you know, there's some other young kids that were undrafted that uh, I really can't wait to see in, in pads and see if they uh, can handle the noise level. So obviously good to hear that the young guys, especially guys like Tristan Wirfs, Antoine Winfield Jr., two guys that you know, I mean, an expected starting right tackle, and then a lot of people expect Antoine Winfield Jr. to become that starting free safety, either to jump off the season or at least some point in the season, unseating Andrew Adams most likely, or maybe Mike Edwards, who knows who's going to start the year. But uh, two guys who are kind of known for their playmaking ability, Antoine Winfield, of course, his NFL pedigree from his father, Tristan Wirfs coming from a Big Ten school uh you know a power five conference as james hates hearing us say uh but uh, but a guy that they ran in rave during you know the post draft uh uh press conference at least after picking tristan worse talked about how the language that he was familiar to being so similar to what the buccaneers use the scheme that they use in iowa being so similar to the way that they like to block in tampa being a huge part of what drew them to tristan works in the first place so seeing that those guys coming in granted it's only been a little while but seeing that at least in that first little stretch of training camp that they've kind of delivered on the hype and the expectations that the team had, again, even without OTAs or rookie minicamps, really speaks to the maturity level and the preparation that those guys have been putting in on their own since April, really since the end of the last college football season. So great to hear then. And, of course, one thing I was surprised about pleasantly, James, is him talking about Chappelle Russell. I mean, Chappelle Russell is a guy who, you know, those late-round draft picks, you almost kind of toss them away a little bit. You say, well, if they pan out, great. But if they don't, it's really not a loss. So you kind of forget those names a little bit as the year goes on and as we get towards the season. So to hear that Chappelle Russell came came into camp in an extraordinary shape, uh, like Bruce Arians alluded to, is awesome. Again, talking about that maturity and that dedication to what you're doing, that dedication to the work. The fact that this young man didn't he didn't sit in you know, in his house from the end of April to early to mid August waiting for his opportunity. He went out there and he worked for the opportunity to come grab this this chance that he's going to have with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in training camp. But of course, ending it on a little bit of a down note, Tyler Johnson being injured for the entirety of camp. Not the first time we've heard. B.A. talk about that injury to Tyler Johnson. He, he, he uh, declined, rather, uh, to expand on that, which you expect him to. This is soft tissue. I'm thinking, James, it probably is a hamstring, which is, which is incredibly unfortunate, especially if he can't heal from that because a golden opportunity to get in the mix in this Buccaneers wide receiver group. Of course, Bruce did talk about that more later, but we'll get to that in a second. James, what do you think about everything that B.A. had to say there about the young guys? Yeah, it's got me excited. Um, you know, there there is going to be a steep learning curve for guys like Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield Jr., guys that are, are projected and expected to be starters. And you don't want that learning curve to spill into the regular season. You want them prepared the minute they set foot on the field because if you're still having to adjust, if you're still trying to learn on the fly, you know, for a guy like Tristan Wirfs, that could mean that, you know, he's letting Tom Brady get absolutely planted in the backfield. And for for Antoine Winfield Jr., that means he could be giving up deep, deep passes to opposing offenses, giving up touchdowns. You need those guys to be sharp. You need them to be ready. So it's really encouraging to hear Bruce Arians talking about how how smart and how intelligent these guys really are, how they're prepared. 
you know, they're, they're coming in in shape and, and everything like that. And yeah, Chappelle Russell, you know, hats off to him because David, you and I talk a lot about Werfs and, and we talked about Winfield Jr. And we talked a lot about Keyshawn Vaughn and, and Chappelle Russell, honestly, is a guy that we really haven't talked about basically since draft weekend. He just, as you said, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. One of these late round guys, you know, he may make it, he may not. You just kind of, you know, set it and forget it kind of deal. So the fact that he's already impressing Bruce Arians with the way he he brought himself to camp, the way he was physically prepared, I think really set him on uh, on the right path to making this football team. As for Tyler Johnson, you know, it's it's unfortunate that he's having to go through this. It's unfortunate that he's missing out on an opportunity to work out with his fellow receivers, get on the field with Tom Brady. But what that does do is potentially opens up that number three receiver spot that we kind of figured Tyler Johnson would win in camp. So what are they going to do at wide receiver three? And more importantly, what are they going to do about the slot receiver, which we expect Godwin to take some snaps there, but who's going to be the other guy to take snaps? And Rick Stroud had that exact question for Bruce Arians. Hey, Bruce, um, you know, I know in your offense, that slot receiver, you know, is generally a bigger guy. I mean, you had Chris Godwin do a lot of it last year, Larry Fitzgerald in Arizona. Could Scotty Miller do anything inside? I mean, as much as Brady's used to, to guys his size, I know he's gained some weight, um, you know, kind of work in the middle in that offense. Yeah, I mean, in the passing game, you know, he's a feisty blocker. I mean, for us, the slot is, is a is a big-time blocker in, a, in yeah. a, a Kings with 11 personnel. So it's hard for him now to want to get him broken up blocking and lose right. some of the speed. So – there are things he can do in the middle of the field. And when we're in our four wide out set, he's always a slot. So okay. that um, that's an area where, you know, we'll try to use him as much as we can inside, but he's, he's such a potent guy outside too with that speed. How do you handicap that third spot? Is that a battle there or? Uh, you know, the guy that's looking really, really good, Justin Watson, you know, he lost 10 pounds and I think he hit 21 miles an hour the other day out on the field. And wow, I mean, that's flying and, uh, look very more confident in what he's doing. And, uh, so, yeah, Justin, Scotty, we've got a bunch of different pieces there. Um, Jonathan Franklin looked good. Mitch has looked good. I mean, it's, it's a battle for four, five, three, four, five, and six. And we might have different packages with a different three. Interesting stuff there from, from BA. And, David, you know, Justin Watson also seems to be kind of like a forgotten guy. We talk a lot about Scotty Miller. We're excited about Tyler Johnson. We had a show talking about going out and, and – maybe signing Josh Gordon, if that would be a good idea. And it sounds like Justin Watson's out there impressing Bruce Arians. You heard him say he hit 21 miles an hour on the field. That's blazing. I didn't think Watson had that kind of gear. You think about Scotty Miller and and how quick he is, how fast he is, what a dangerous weapon he can be. Unfortunately, he suffered an injury in in his rookie season, so we didn't get to really see him take off, especially when the opportunities would have been there with the losses of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin during that, uh, you know, during the end of the year when they were out with injury. So you, you take a look at that battle. You got Tyler Johnson out with injury. You got Scotty Miller, who's a small guy, you know, kind of that Wes Welker, Julian Edelman type size that, that we know Brady likes to utilize. But then you heard Bruce Arians talk about how the slot receiver, he's got to be able to block. And I think, there's a lot of defenders in the NFL that could probably bowl 
Scotty Miller over without uh, too much resistance. And then, yeah, I'm now I'm really intrigued to see the battle, uh, you know, involve Justin Watson and what he could do and if he could finally emerge as a, a true contributor to this offense. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So I was a little bit actually a little disappointed to hear Bruce Arians say that, you know, he didn't say Scotty Miller wasn't going to, you know, impact the slot position or, you know, play out of the slot. But just he kind of downplayed a little bit and kind of mentioned, you know, he's like he said, he's so potent on the outside with his speed that, you know, that's that's probably where they like to use him a little bit more. And he did go back and say, you know, there will be multiple packages and all that. So I might be making a bigger deal of it uh, than, than maybe it needs to be. But I think really – this is where we're going to see that blend of Tom Brady and Bruce Arians because we all know, I mean, every, everybody knows it. Going back to Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Tom Brady loves to have that quick, fast guy that can, that can move quickly in short, speed, er, in short areas, take the ball, turn it up field, gain you know, 10, 15 yards, maybe turn it into a big one, at least get a clutch first down. So you, have, you know that when Tom Brady looked at this roster and decided that you know, Tampa is where he wanted to kind of pitch his, you know, uh, uh, sale his goods to, that Scotty Miller was part of that, at least part of that equation, part of that conversation, because he fits that mold. Um, and and Tom's not going to care that Scotty Miller's not already an established slot type of guy or known for that type of skill, because he's he again he's the reason Julian Edelman is who he is today. He you know Wes Welker. I think Wes Welker was a little bit more of an upward trajectory when he landed in New England, but again Tom Brady kind of took Wes Welker to that next level. So for me, it was a little bit disappointing, but I think it's going to be really interesting. Now I have something specific to watch as we get into the 2020 NFL season, because if you see more of Scotty Miller in the slot than you expect it to, especially based off of Bruce's comments, but Bruce doesn't lie. If he doesn't want to tell you the truth, he's just not going to tell you like the injuries. He's, he's just going to say, we're not talking about it. So when he says something, he says what he means. So if I see more Scotty Miller in the slot, than maybe we expected from what Bruce said, that tells me that there's the Tom Brady influence on this offense. And you fully expect there to be at least a little bit of influence from, you know, the hall of fame quarterback. Um, as far as Justin, Justin Watson is concerned. Yeah. I mean, it's almost kind of like I'll believe when I see it type of thing. And again, it's not because I don't believe anything that Bruce is saying, because I definitely do. I, I definitely put a lot of stock in what Coach Arians decides to divulge to the media. It's just that we've heard this kind of stuff before, not necessarily directly from Bruce in this manner, but we've had some excitement about Justin Watson in the past since he came out. And I know he wasn't a top you know, draft pick, so it's kind of maybe a little bit unfair to really expect more from him you know, at this point in his career than he's given. But He's, he's had opportunities before, and he just hasn't capitalized on them before. So it's kind of it kind of rings a little bit like Kenny Bell, not you know pun you know pun unintended. Uh, but I'll, I'll believe it more when I see it in pads, and specifically pads against opponents. Because uh, I mean, twenty-one miles per hour in the gun—that's that's fine. But I'm I, I've seen a regional manager of a paper sales company run thirty-one miles on the gun. So if Justin's only hitting twenty-one, <laughs> is that really all that impressive? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that, uh, when, when Justin Watson was running 21 miles an hour, there wasn't a Ford tourist driving directly it, behind him. It doesn't matter if the Ford tourist is behind you. The gun picks up what's closest, not what's fastest. I'm going to, going to go ahead and still say Steve Carell did not <laughs> run 31 miles an hour. Uh, beat it, Oscar. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. And David, we have one more clip of Bruce Arians that we are going to get to. And that's about what position group has improved the most. I mean, we're only a couple of days into camp, so that's probably a pretty hard thing to judge. But the question was asked anyway, and uh, here's what Bruce had to say. Well, I would think right now, 
our tight end room is obviously loaded and uh, should have some production, more production than we had last year. Um, the quarterback position, I think we, we, should, we should have as much production and less negative production. Um, right now, I think our linebacker rooms, both inside and outside linebackers, uh, very, very pleased. And again, can't wait to see them in pads, especially some of the kids who were on our practice squad last year who've gotten 10, 15 pounds bigger and, and, uh, and look faster. You know, tight end would not have been the first group that would have popped into my mind when this question was asked because it's not like the tight end group was bad to begin with. Yeah, they added Gronk, but, I mean, you're talking about, you know, a couple of legitimate red zone threats in O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait. But, I don't know, David, uh, did did B.A. take a, a shot at Jameis there? You know, there, there's actually another point as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call it a shot. I mean, Bruce, listen, Bruce Arians is on, on his guy. Uh, if, you, if you watched the uh, – what is it, All or Nothing, right? It was the Amazon special. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you've, if you've witnessed or if you've paid attention to Bruce Arians in his entire, you know, speaking to the media career, I don't know when the first time he started speaking to media as a coach, you know, in his career. But, I mean, as long as I've known who Bruce Arians was – you know, really going back to Indianapolis, uh, he, he's never held back. You know, that, that's, again, that's, that's what makes it so fun to, you know, sit in on a press conference or even a Zoom conference with a guy like Bruce Arians because you know that when you ask a question, you know, if, if you get an answer, it's a genuine answer. Now, is he going to sit there and give you the entire battle plan on how they plan to beat New Orleans? No, he's not. But if you ask him which young guys are impressing, uh, and you, if you watch that Zoom conference, it's up on Buccaneers.com. You can see him kind of pause and look around and say, okay, who am I going to mention? It's, it's, he's not just throwing out a buzzword. He's not just saying, oh, well, the first-round guy, the second-round guy, and the yeah, third-round guy is doing good too. Those are all the sexy names that everybody knows. So, yeah, that's who's doing well. No, he's actually putting in thought, like, who showed up and impressed me? Well, here's who showed up and impressed me. Chappelle Russell showing up in great shape doesn't give you a win on the football field. But what it does show is some maturity, and so it's excitement. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a shot necessarily. I don't. I think it's just Bruce being honest. And, and let's be honest, 30-plus interceptions hurts your football team. Some of them were on bad routes. Some of them were just great defensive play. I got it. We've been over it and over and over and over it. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, 30-plus interceptions hurts your football team. And at the end of the day, no other quarterbacks are throwing 30-plus interceptions. I mean, it, it, I can't honestly stand here and believe that every other quarterback in the NFL just doesn't face those types of problems, just doesn't face really good defenders, doesn't face wide receivers that run wrong routes, doesn't face bad reads, doesn't fa face pressure. They, they all face the same things. At differing levels, yes. But there are quarterbacks who face more pressure than Jameis Winston has. There are quarterbacks who have worse receivers than Jameis Winston has. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's a relatively level playing field. The, the NFL is designed to be that way. So when you have such a huge disparity, it's a problem. So for Bruce Arians to mention it when you talk about improving from 2019, well, turnovers were huge. You know what I mean? Um, what I really thought was interesting, though, in that comment – was the linebackers uh, because the linebackers have been a position group that really have not gotten a lot of love. And a lot of people have actually talked about that group as being a fairly shallow one. Like if Shaquille Barrett goes down to injury, JPP goes down to injury, who's your next guy up in the edge rusher department? And, and is there any real talent in there? We know Anthony Nelson had some excitement around him before he got injured last year, but how much is that going to set him back? How much is not having the offseason workouts like he's supposed to going to set him back? And what is he going to come into in 2020? Same thing, off-ball linebacker. If, if Levante David or Devin White goes out, who's behind him? Jack Sitchie has not been able to stay healthy in his NFL career. 
There's some rookies behind him. There's some undrafted guys. Michael Divinity is a name that a lot of people probably know. So for Bruce to mention that group specifically to me kind of perked my ears up a little bit because that's a group that most people have been worried about. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, though, I, I just I guess when I think of most improved position group, my mind goes to safety with the addition of Antoine Winfield Jr. It goes to the offensive line with DeMar Dotson being replaced by Tristan Wirfs. It goes to quarterback with Tom Brady replacing Jameis Winston. Tight end, linebacker, like those are positions that I'm thinking about because they're already, you know, really solid position groups. But it was interesting to hear Bruce Arians bring up bring up those groups and and kind of what he feels about it. I don't know. Maybe he was already more confident in, in the safeties or the offensive line than I was. So that's why he mentions, you know, tight end and he mentions the linebacker group. But to me, when you have those, those pieces returning and, you know, yeah, you added Gronk, but again, we don't know what Gronk we're getting and you're adding him to a room with Brait and OJ. That doesn't show as much improvement to me as – safety or or offensive line so with that david we are going to get out of here please send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841 check out everything going on over at bucksnation.com follow along on twitter at locked on bucks at jarco underscore bucks at d harrison 82 and at bucks underscore nation If it's just David on Monday, it's probably because the lightning caused me to run as fast as I could headfirst into a brick wall if they play anything on Saturday like they did yesterday. David, just forewarning, you might be going solo if if the lightning caused me to, you know, really just fall off the deep end. Show canceled. With that, to what? Show canceled. No, 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 no. You'll just have to go solo. Or I can have... I have never asked you to go solo without me, so that's an incredibly unfair uh, request of you. And because Chef Aaron decided to call me out on my DeAndre (laughs) Swift gaffe, I refuse to do a solo episode for Monday just because of Chef Aaron. So if there's no solo episode on Monday, everybody blame Chef Aaron. You know, I saw that tweet and I kept trying to put it together like, when did we talk about Taylor Swift? And then it clicked in my brain. I was like, oh, okay, I got it. All right, well, then if I'm not here, then my 11-year-old Beckett will fill in for me. And I'm sure he'll have some phenomenal insight for you to, uh, to bounce off of. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here. And locked on box.